we all gravitate to certain horses. We all sort of warm to certain horses. I know Michael Maxworthy likes a certain horse. And I wonder if he's going to be tipping it in Brisbane. Natalie McCall, he loves your horse, Tiger Shark. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> good, thank you. It's well, a good... Love the same music. Yeah, it's a good name for a good horse, isn't it? How did you come up with the name? Well, who came up with the filly's name, Tiger Shark? Um, yeah, I, Jeff Ellis just rang me and said that that, that that was her name. So he does a lot of surfing, and I think he was up surfing at the time. He might have spotted one, so I think that's how it all came about. Is that why I gave it away? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> He's definitely still out doing that. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I've actually got a photo at home of a guy that uh, was at Vic Hislop, I think, used to catch sharks in those days. I think it was him that uh, caught a massive tiger shark in Moreton Bay. And I've got the, the old black and white photo at home. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. That's their territory, I'll stay at. You know that track so well at Sunshine Coast. Do you agree that day, the feature meeting a few weeks ago, just the inside may have been faster? Or what do, what do you think that day? Oh, look, generally not. Um, they normally protect the inside there quite fiercely before big days um, and as a rule it's, it's normally a little bit uh, inferior in there if anything um, look oh yeah I don't know it's, it played pretty even to my eye on the day um, but yeah I know Robbie Robbie can feel it underfoot or he probably knows a little bit better than me but um, generally it, it is a little bit inferior in there she's by rich enough tiger shark and we know River Lad was a very inexpensive buy that you won the Stradbroke uh, with this horse cost a bit more but uh, less than twenty thousand dollars tell me about the, the purchase with tiger shark yeah I, I, I can take no credit for that Jeff and his uh, bloodstock agent Shani Rose picked her out they bought a couple of weanlings um he likes to buy the buy them at the weanling sale so um he bought her they just bought her just because she had such a great attitude and you know she was a she's obviously a, a big strong girl so um they picked her out more on on attitude than anything else um from what i'm told and you wouldn't believe it you ran into one of the strongest maidens we've seen earlier this year at sunshine coast she ran into app and girl and abounding but she ran third tiger shark yeah, definitely. It was a super strong race when you look back in hindsight, isn't it? So, um, yeah, look, she was just a big, big fatty that day. We know that she carries heaps of condition and she's always improved. So, um, yeah, she just blew out that day. But, yeah, the, the form's really stacking up for sure. All right. Well, tell me more about that. Elaborate on her physical appearance. Oh, she's a big, big, strong girl. She's got a big um, rear end. Um, she's probably not overly tall. She's probably just a nice, neat size, but um, really, really powerful and um, plenty of muscle mass on her. Well, that adds even more merit to her performance the other day. It was really good when she ran fourth to outweigh at Sunshine Coast on that big day, and it was a bit of a gap between runs, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. She had about a three-week break after her win at Doomben in September um, when we brought her back, you know, specifically to get her ready for the mode. Um, to be fair, I think she was probably... Uh, it was more like a second-up run for her, um, which, he, you know, she, she sort of missed that first up... Not missed that first up run, but she had a trial and she came in with some good residual fitness. So um, her fitness probably laid about where it did when she won the three-year-old race at Doomben, um, which she took good improvement out of and then come out and ran about a second quicker when she beat the older mares um, outlawed um, the next start. So I think she's probably... That was the plan, to sort of have her in that exact same spot going into the mode. Of course, last start, um, just the alley, just cruel to chances there. Did it take us through the run there with Tiger Shark? 
Now, I'd rather not. <laughs> it was pretty ugly, wasn't it? Um, yeah, look, she. we had thought that there was just an abundance of speed. We know that she's super fast, but um, as we mentioned, first up for a, off a bit of a break. Um, just thought we'd let the speed go. And generally at Calandra, if you do that, you can sort of slot in behind them. But they just raced in a you know, two big lines um, and she jumped extremely well, sort of too well for what the way we wanted to ride her. Um, she went back and she was probably four wide, um, got shoved five wide coming to the corner and then um, Ashani Royal of Lezers ran off on the corner and took us wider again. So um, at that point, I, I won't lie, I turned my back on the screen and walked away because I thought she's, she's no hope. And then heard the call of her looming up and turned around and, you know, she was sort of half travelling up to him still under relatively low amount of pressure, um, got to the front, but just probably, you know, the run's told a little bit that last bit. Yeah, but she you wouldn't believe it. You can't with an awkward draw again here. Yeah, no, exactly. Not not ideal. Um, the one thing I can, you know, if I'm looking for something positive to take out of it, uh, other than Miss Cooter, the, the main speed is probably outside us, drawn to the outside, um, party for two and um, Gay's horse. So... Hopefully we can sort of get a bit of a card across with them. Miss Cooter will run along and we can, you know, slot in there somewhere about. Even when she won those, and both the wins have been, or two of the three wins have been here at this uh, Doom and Track at 1,200 metres, and the format of them's very good. Like, she beat Deep Respect uh, back in August. That horse won its next start, and then you beat Outlaw, who ran very fast time winning at Dooman recently. Yeah, yeah, that day she ran great time too. I think she, she almost broke 1.9, so, um, and a, a three-year-old up against the older girls at that you know, that time of the season's always, you know, a good indicator that they're going the right way. Right way. Yeah, well, that's why we're getting $7. If she drew a lot better, we'd be taking a lot shorter. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. But you're thinking it won't work out too bad, fingers crossed. Oh, well, we can only hope. There's, you know, there's a lot of speed in the race. I think it sets up perfectly for a bounding, obviously. Um, thought she was probably hardest to beat anyway, and then when the, the draws came out, it's, you know, it's sort of favouring her. But, um, you know, my girl's got a good run under her belt now. We can afford to spend a few pennies early on and, and see if we can find the right spot. I love the colours of this horse as well. They're a bit unique, aren't they? They're like rainbow colours, Tiger Shark. Yeah, they're pretty funky. I think it's, you know, to do with the whole Boost Juice uh, scenario. So oh, is it? Yeah, I think there's a lot of colours in there. Well, that, that's what I take from it anyway. I haven't really asked Jeff too much about it, but that's what I take from it. Is that the company's it. involved in, is it? Uh, yeah, him and his wife set, set up Boost Juice originally. And I think they got yeah, they got plenty of other companies under their belt now, but that was their baby originally. Well, hasn't that industry taken off? Yeah, definitely. Na Natalie, the driver, tell me his story because he was going, you know, through heaps of those country meetings in New South Wales. He'd often turn up in the metro area as well. And how did you end up with him? Because I was saying earlier that you started him about 16 times and 14 times he's weighed in for you since you've taken him over. Yeah, he's super consistent, isn't he? He's, um, uh, yeah, the owner just rang me out of the blue one day. Um, he was from around that area, I think, if I believe. I believe he had a cattle property down there um, and had moved up here, well, had bought a property up here and sort of semi-retired, so wanted the horse to come with him. Not really sure how he came up with me, but glad he did. Um, the old fella came up and, yeah, we, um, you know, he was a crotchety old boy, but he's, um, you know, come a long way since he since he arrived and he's really flourished up here. He's, he's done a great job for yeah, them. Yeah, so how did you get him moving freely and things like that and get his mojo oh, back? Look, we've got great staff and we've got great, great... Um, People, really great people that help us out. We've got Nick and Janice Bryant that come up and they're our chiropractors. We've got the vets. Um, so there was a few, a lot of little niggly things that sort of added up to him being 
not the soundest horse around. Um, but Touchwood, now that we've got him all lined out, we don't have too much trouble with his soundness at all. So um, he was racing really consistently and then had a bleeding attack, which was really out of the blue um, at the end of last prep. Um, so we gave him a nice long break. The owner's been very patient. We've, you know, spent, given him a, a lot of time to sort of recover and did all the right things by him and um, was rewarded with a, a good win last yeah. up. So do you train him any differently because of the bleed previous? Um, yeah, look, he, he's a horse that really loves work, which probably isn't the ideal setup for for a bleeder. But, um, you know, he... Yeah, he, he just does some, he doesn't do as much galloping, probably just a lot of long, longer slow work and we just maintain that and give him some nice short sharp gallops and, and keep him up to the mark. He's quite a, a gross looking horse now, he wasn't when he arrived but he does carry plenty of condition now but that's just the, the way he races, he, he's lovely and fit at the moment mm. but he, he still carries a good bit of condition. Well as I said some smart form analysts found him including a young fellow that we get on Tom Henjack, he's got a real following, found him the other day. What happened the run prior at Doombin? Oh, it was... Uh, Pretty much a, a, well, I won't say similar to Tiger Shark, but he was four and five wide. He was, um, he can be a little bit tardy out of the gate. Sometimes he's got a bit of a habit of bogering around in there. He was a bit tardy out. He was four wide, five wide at, you know, back last. It was just a, a no-go. And Andrew Mallion really looked after him for us. He, you know, he, he, he knew that he was first up from a spell from a, a bleeding attack and um, probably should never really have went around there, but um, is what it is. But we, and I was... Um, very confident in the horse at that point. Not really that he'd run good from a bad gate, but the horse was really working well and, um, you know, he was super at home. So I knew he was going well enough. So wasn't really any surprise to see him come out and win um, next start. It's quite a dominant win. He, as I said, he won like a favourite. He sat midfield, not a $10 chance. What's the expectation here? He's in the market again. He gets smothered up from a great, a good gate for him, the driver. Yeah, as, as I said, he, he's always a little bit funny in the gates. He's a bit hit and miss. If he does jump well, he can definitely roll forward and maybe be a little bit closer than he was the other day. I uh, don't think we're going to be wanting to give the face too much of a start because the tempo probably only looks quite moderate on paper. Um, so ideally, he jumps a bit better. He should have you know a little bit of that freshness out of him now as well, two runs in. So... Um, look, I think he, he runs super again. I can't see him running any other way, honestly. Uh, just probably the handicap, if you're looking for a negative, he, you know, set weights, conditions doesn't really suit him with his rating, but, um, you know, he's a nice big strong horse. I don't think it'll be the be-all and end-all of it. All right, we've got two terrific chances. Race 10, number nine, the driver, around $6. And just Don River Ladder, can't let you go. He came from, I think, central Queensland. Did he less than $1,000, a straight break winner? Yeah, the owner bred him um, out at his farm at Childers and he took him up to the Capricorn sale, actually, at Rockhampton. Um, he had a $4,000 reserve and I don't think they... I think they might have got one bit on him <laughs> out there. Um, so he just took him home and, and raced him himself. So that was the, the story of him. Yeah, that was back in 2014. That was when they didn't go that hard. And he rolled on speed with Temple of Boom and they, they fought the race out. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, we drew 19. I was shattered. <laughs> I was shattered when I actually pulled the, the ball out myself. So I was pretty selfie on myself. But as it turned out, it was a... Uh, you know, a blessing in disguise. And Damien Oliver, he was $30. Tell me you had a bet or someone did. Yeah, the owners definitely did. We took him down to uh, Randwick earlier in the year just to see if he'd measure up. He, he raced in the um, against four or five, you know, group horses against... Um, uh, what's, the, what's his name? Beat it at, at the time. It was really flying. Um, and we thought we'd take him down there, give him a, a crack at the 
crack at them and see how he measured up. And if he measured up, we'd we'd set him for the Stradbroke. So that's what we did. And I think um, the owners had a bet on him back then, and he was probably 150 to one or something like that. So they had a, a big payday. Yeah, Expressway, you're talking about? Was that the race? Yeah, the Expressway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sizzling was in that race of Kelso Woods. So a couple yeah. of Queenslanders featured there. Yeah, and it was sorry, it wasn't beaded. It was appearance when she was really flying. Yeah. Um, won a couple of Group Ones, and then Boban. Um, Carlton House was in the race, so it was a really, really strong race. He ran super. He ran out of his skin. Yeah, you don't see too many of Damien Oliver's go around at those sort of odds in any race, but th- 31 when he rode that year, River Lad. Yeah, well, Tim Bell was actually booked to ride Oh, him, that's um, right. He was too. And and got off to ride the raffle horse um, well, only the week before. So. Is that one of the sacred horses? Yeah, yeah. Um, sacred Star, I think it was. Okay. Um, yeah, he got off. It, it went the, won the QTC Cup and um, the week before and, and got a run. Um, they're exempt from ballot, so it got a run. And uh, Well, he didn't really get off, but I knew he wanted to ride the other horse. And I had Damien Oliver, his manager, called. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? If you don't want to ride it, I'd rather have <laughs> I'd rather have someone that's got a bit of faith in him. So we, we went with Ollie. Yeah, there you go. And, of course, Nikita yeah. Berryman, had, she rode the drover a few times. Is she on the comeback trail? Is she close? Yeah, look, she's been riding work for about a month, well, maybe three weeks now. Um, she did some jump outs on Tuesday, but she's having some real trouble with her shoulders. Probably OK to ride work, but when she's trying to push them out, she's having some real tr- struggles there. So not too sure how far away she'll be from, from race day. OK, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Uh, Natalie, good luck tomorrow. No problem. Thanks very much. Natalie McCall, uh, Stradbroke winning trainer. They can't take that away from her. Uh, Talking about a horse, a tiger shark. I know Michael loves her. Michael Maxworthy, race seven, number five, $7.240. And, of course, in the last, the Drover, uh, race 10-9. But we also reminisced about the the horse that came from Rockhampton that no one wanted. Queen and Rebel Dane down the outside. Temple of Boom, River Lad for Candy and Spirit of Boom on the outside. Temple of Boom and River Lad. They might fight it out. River Lad, Temple of Boom. They hit the line. River Lad won the strap break from Temple of Boom.